Hey girl, welcome to Fearless and Unleashed, where we'll learn tips and tricks to live our best life. We are leaving fear behind, ladies, reaching our goals, having some fun while being authentically us. I'm Jeanette Sachs. I'm a mama of three beautiful girls, married to my best friend. I'm a wellness coach and entrepreneur. I'm all about living fearlessly, going after those scary business goals, getting fit while eating ice cream, and simplifying life. I believe when we get out of our own way, we become the best versions of ourselves. So get ready, girl, because we're about to change your life. Hey, friend, welcome back to Fearless and Unleashed. I'm your host, Jeanette Sachs, and today we're going to talk about how do you build better habits? Have you ever had a moment in your life where you thought, you know, I'm just not consistent enough or I lack consistency? I struggle with consistency. I have heard that a lot, not only from myself. I used to think like, I don't I just don't know how to be consistent in continuing to eat healthy. I just always stop. I don't know how to be consistent at going to the gym and working out all the time. So I always give up. I thought that I had a consistency problem and working with women in their health, in their business, I realized that that happens to a lot of us where we think that our problem is that we're not consistent enough. But the reality is that we are just not having good habits in our lives, the habits that we need to support us to get to the goals that we want to get to. And the crazy thing about habits is that you can build habits for everything in your life. You can build habits for your health goals. You can build habits for your business goals. You can build habits to have a better relationship with your spouse. You can build habits as a parent. You can build habits pretty much in any area of your life that you are looking to improve. And that is what helps you be consistent. So it's not learning how to be consistent. It's not waking up one day motivated to just continue. It really does come down to building these habits. Another way you can think of it is, have you ever thought, you know, I'm just not disciplined enough? Well, to build a disciplined environment, you have to build habits that are going to support you staying disciplined in those things. And here's the thing that I want you to realize. If you're sitting there going, yeah, well, I don't know how to build habits. Yes, you do. Everything that you do currently right now in your life, you do it because you build a habit around it. You can grab a piece of paper and take a look at your day and track what you do every day from the moment you wake up. Don't even plan it. Don't plan anything. Don't put any ideas in your head. Don't go to bed going tomorrow. I'm going to wake up and do this. No, just normally go to bed, wake up, see what happens. Those are habits. Those are habits that you have built in your life right now. And you just do them every day because that's what you know. Once you do these habits long enough, they become your normal. And at first, you're very intentional about doing these things because those are the things that you committed to doing. Those are the things that you're revolving your day around. You know you have to get them done because you're trying to get better at committing to the things that you need to do, right? Well, when you do them long enough, you're going to realize that now that becomes your normal and you're going to wake up and you're going to automatically jump into that first habit without even thinking, And one day you're going to realize like, wow, I I remember struggling with this so much. And now it's just it just happens and it happens very naturally without you even thinking. So when you think about nutrition, let's just give you some examples on different scenarios. Okay, so let's talk about nutrition. For example, if you struggle with eating healthy and you take a look at your habits, it starts with when you go grocery shopping, right? You have certain habits that you take 
when you grocery shop, you go down certain aisles, you already know where everything is in those aisles because you have done it over and over and over and you've created these habits. So then it's really hard when you're trying to change that and you're trying to shop differently because now you are being forced to do something that's not your normal. When you think about fitness, if fitness isn't a part of your life and your normal is you wake up, you go to work, you come home, you're exhausted, you have dinner, and then you sit on the couch and you watch your favorite shows and that's how you relax, then when you try to change that and now you're trying to add fitness in and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to wake up and work out and you're just exhausted and you're struggling with even the thought of working out when you first wake up. So then you're like, no, I'll do it after work. So you go to work, you come home, you're tired from the day. And now it's really hard because you have to get in a workout. That's because it's not your normal. You are so used to doing the same thing and to break those bad habits and replace them with new ones. You have to do it over and over and over and over again. And you have to trust that one day it is going to be your normal. You are going to want to do these things automatically. In fact, you're actually not going to want to do them. You're going to do them because they're just part of your life now. So one of the things that people always ask me is, how did you get so good at working out and being so consistent? I love your commitment. But here's the reality. I struggled the same way. I had to learn how to show up for my health. I had to learn how to incorporate exercise into my life and understand and accept that it has to be a part of my life in order for me to work on my health. And so I went from struggling with it and trying to get motivated to do it every day to now it's just part of my day. Like I don't even plan it. It is happening no matter what happens in my day. That workout is getting done. It doesn't matter what kind of workout it is. Movement, movement in general is going to be part of my day some way, somehow. But that is because I practiced doing it every single day until one day my body just craved it. My body just needed it. I loved how I felt afterwards. And it's just part of my life now. Same thing with nutrition. Same thing with waking up early. I never used to be a morning person. Now I naturally wake up before. Sometimes it's scary. Sometimes I naturally wake up before four. And I'm just like, no, this is way too early. And I try to force myself back to sleep. But again, that doesn't happen without having the habit of going to bed early. The only reason that I'm able to wake up naturally on my own so early in the morning is because I have set really good habits about going to bed early. So remember, everything in your life, you can completely change everything by creating habits around it. Okay, so you're probably like, okay, that's great, but how do I create these habits? Okay, so let's talk about a couple of things first. One of the things you have to do in the beginning is you have to spend less time in the things that are tempting you. So in the situations that are tempting you. So for example, in order for me to become a morning person, I had to stop the bad habit and stop putting myself in a situation where I would start a show really late at night because then I'm stuck on the show. I'm watching TV. You have screen time, which affects your brain and it stops it from like shutting down and winding down. So I had to stop putting myself in a situation where I would watch TV at night. So instead, what I did is I started reading. And so now at nighttime, I always try to keep a book on my nightstand. And this is what this does, which is going to lead me to my next point. That is my cue that instead of grabbing that TV remote, I grab my book. And I read my book because reading relaxes me and it kind of helps me get tired and get ready for bed. 
And my book is never like a business book or a personal development book. It may be like a religious book or it may be a fun story, a fun fictional story, but I never do anything that's going to trigger my brain to go back into business mode. So the book is my cue. So what you want to do is you want to have cues that are going to trigger you to do the things that you want to do to create those habits. So for example, experts have a term that they use and it's called cue-induced wanting. And basically what that is, is when a cue triggers a feeling that you may be wanting to avoid. So for example, watching TV makes you sluggish. So then what ends up happening is you end up watching more. Has that ever happened to you? Because I know it has happened to me where I'm just like, I'm not motivated that day. And so I'm like, okay, well, let me watch a little TV. And then I end up watching more TV. And then at the end of that, I feel worse. So another example is if you're worrying about your health, that may cause you to smoke more. So you end up feeling anxious. It is because when you notice something, it triggers you to do something. So that is why you want to start using cues to trigger you to do the good things, the good habits that you're trying to build. So let's talk about some things that you can do so that you can stop reducing the bad habits. One of the things you want to focus on is reducing seeing the cues so often. So for example, if you're working in your office, but you keep getting distracted by your phone, then you can go and leave your phone in the kitchen and then you'll be working in your office and you're not going to have your phone as a cue because every time you look at the phone, what do you do? Do you pick it up and scroll social media? Probably, right? Because it's distracting you. When we look at our phones, there's a million things that we are in a habit of doing because how many times have you also picked up your phone? You don't have any notifications going off. It's not ringing. There's nothing going on with it, but you pick it up because you have a habit of going into it, opening an app, even though there's really nothing that you're going there for. You just open it, scroll for a second, get out. That is because your phone is a cue for whatever habits you've built on it. Another example is if you want to eat healthier and you want to fix your health, but you constantly go to the pantry to get a snack. So what you can do is you can leave, for example, fruit on the counter that you have to pass in order to get to that pantry. So when you go into the kitchen, your cue is going to be that fruit. It's going to be right there staring at you and it's going to be your reminder of, oh, that's right. I said that I was going to eat healthier. So you're more likely to grab the apple instead of continuing mindlessly because this is just your habit into the pantry. And if you do that long enough, you're going to train your body to start craving the healthier options and then it's going to become your normal. And the second part that goes along with cues is to assign tasks based on location. I know that sounds so weird, but let me explain to you what that is. So when I work, for example, I try to avoid really bad because I had to break this. I got used to working while sitting in my bed. But then I realized like my bed is not for me to sit and work on. So I had to build a habit and I had to build cues around the locations where I'm at. So I work in my office. I can work anywhere with my laptop, but it's not going to be my bed. So I leave cues around my room. So like my book, right, to remind me my book is my nighttime routine. That's where I sleep. I have assigned different tasks based on the locations of my house. But I broke the habit of working on my bed because my bed, that's where I go at the end of the day to relax. That's where I sleep. And the last thing I wanted to do is think about work when I'm on my bed, because in my brain, right, my subconscious is going to go, oh, it's going to go into work mode if I'm sitting in the place that I work on. 
Another cue that I have is I have this big fluffy chair. It's in my bedroom. So in the morning when everyone in my home is asleep, when the kids are asleep, usually my husband is at work, I wake up and I sit in this fluffy chair and this is where I do a lot of work. This is where I write my notes for my podcast episodes. This is where I work on my courses. Before any of that work stuff happens though, on this chair, this is where my morning routine happens. This is where I sit down and do my Bible study. This is where I read my devotional. This is where I read my personal development. Before I do anything, I do those three things first. So my cue is this chair. I know in the morning between certain hours, when I sit in this chair, this is what's happening. And the funniest thing is, I never sit in this chair during the day. For some reason in my brain, I only sit on it in the morning. If working out is something that you really wanna start doing, pick a place in your home. If you're working out at home or if you go to the gym, then that's your place, right? But if you're working out at home, like I do, pick a place in your home. And it doesn't have to be a full-blown gym that you're creating. You guys, when I started working out at home, I literally would work out in the living room or in the garage when my baby was sleeping and I would just knock it out. So even if you have a small space, pick a corner somewhere and go, okay, that is where I'm going to work out. And so you have your place. And then your cue may be that before you go to bed, you leave your clothes next to the sink so that when you go and you brush your teeth, you see your workout clothes and that's your cue. You put it on, you know you're working out first thing in the morning. Some people, they go to sleep with their workout clothes on. Why? Because when they wake up, that's going to be the reminder, the cue that they have to get their workout in. We talked about grocery shopping and you having the habit of going down the same aisles, picking the same food because that is what your normal is. So how do you break that? So for one, it takes some planning, right? Have a plan before you even go to the grocery store. If you go to the grocery store without a list of what you need to pick up, you're going to get frustrated and you're just going to pick what you know. So have your list of healthy foods that you are going to pick up and then understand that it might be a little frustrating to spend extra time running around through the grocery store trying to figure out where the new items are. But you have to remember that the more you do it, the more it'll become your normal. If you are struggling with that and you're just not doing it, then pick a different grocery store. Because here's the thing, at a different grocery store, you don't know anything. You don't have the same path. I don't know if you guys do this. I know I do. If I'm going to Costco, I take the same path every time because it avoids a lot of the crowds. I know what aisles I'm going in. I do not walk every aisle. I don't need to. I do this at the grocery store too. I don't need to walk every aisle. I avoid the snack aisle because I definitely don't need anything in that aisle. And I know that if I go in the snack aisle, it's probably because I'm picking something up. But I don't go into aisles so that I don't, what? I said it a minute ago, put myself in that situation where I have those things tempting me, right? So I avoid those aisles in general and I know exactly what aisles I need to go to to get the things on my list. So if you pick a different grocery store because you're struggling to create new habits in the old grocery store that you used to go to, just pick a whole new grocery store and then go and look for the healthier options and you're going to create your path. You're going to know what aisles you're going to walk into. You're going to know which ones you don't even need to walk into because they have nothing there for you. And before you know it, your grocery shopping experience is going to be you picking up healthier food automatically. And what happens when you bring in healthy food into your house? When you want a snack and you go to the pantry and you realize like, oh, shit, I don't have anything that I can eat that's junk food. You're going to be eating healthier options because that's what you have. If it's not in the house, you're not going to eat it. And the chances of you going in the car and driving to go pick it up, you will talk yourself out before you even get to the car. 
And if you're thinking, well, that's great, you know, but I don't have a big home. I don't have a lot of room for me to be able to pick a space for everything that I want to do. You don't need a big home. You can live in a studio apartment and you can pick a chair where you are going to sit down and work. You're going to pick that corner over there where you're going to put out your workout mat and you're going to work out right there. You're going to sit at the table to do some work. You can pick a chair to do your personal development and that is where you work on your mindset. You can go for a walk in the evening and that's how you wind down and disconnect from the day. There's so many different things you can do. The space that you have doesn't matter. It's just finding those little things that are going to be the cue to tell you, oh, that's right. I said I was going to do this. When you think about people that take vitamins, for example, so that they don't forget to take their vitamins, they usually put them next to something that they do every single day. So then what you end up doing is you can start combining cues on top of each other so that you can create habit after habit after habit. And that is how you become disciplined at doing those things every day. And before you know it, whether the cue is there or not, you're going to automatically do it. Whether you put out your workout clothes or not, you're going to know automatically without even thinking about it that you're working out that day. So you're going to go in your drawer and you're going to get your workout clothes. You're not going to always have to leave cues or think about this stuff beforehand because it's going to become your normal. But until it becomes your normal, these are the steps that are going to help you build those habits. And again, you can apply this same thought process to anything, to any goal that you want to reach, to any habit that you want to create. And you have to remember that the lives that we live are a reflection of our habits. They're a reflection of how we go about our day. So if you're looking at your life and you're like, girl, I do not like where my life is going. I don't like where I'm at. I wish I could do this, this, and that. Then it is time for you to start implementing the things that are going to change that and put the system to work. All right, my beautiful friend, I hope that that helps you. I would love to know how it goes for you. I want to know what you implemented, what goal you're working on, what habit you're creating, which ones you're trying to get rid of. I would love to help you with that. So come over to our Facebook group. If you go to Facebook, just search for Fearless and Unleash. It is our podcast Facebook community group, and we can discuss all of this in detail. And if you're stuck, you can ask questions and we're there to help you. So I hope to see you there and I hope you have a great day and I will talk to you soon. Hey girl, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, I would really appreciate it if you took a minute to head over to Fearless and Unleashed on iTunes and leave a review and subscribe to the show so you're notified when the episodes drop. Also, I'd love to connect over on social media, so head over to Instagram and say hi. You can find me at Jeanette Sachs or find the link below in the show notes. Okay friend, go out and be fearlessly you. I'll see you soon.